0: Stomping Jen, we are here again doing the Soft Serve Podcast. It's amazing. Yes. This is the sweetest of episodes. It
1: is the sweetest.
0: Do you know why? Tell me. We're going to be talking to Sarah Maroney from Cakes by Pip, one of my favorite cakeries.
1: Cakeries? Yes.
0: Yes. that is appropriate. Um, I have eaten more of these cakes yes. from Cakes by Pip over the last year and a half than...
1: Any other cake. <laughs> than any
0: other cake. And I love these cakes, and we're going to talk about these cakes. I have lots of questions for Sarah um, about how these cakes are made, how she got into cake making... It's a long list of questions, as usual, Stomping Jen. Excellent. We we're always gonna, like long lists of questions. And we are going to get to the bottom of this. Are you ready? I am. All right. Let's do it. real soft. Serve podcast, creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen, the music is playing and I'm singing again. I'm gonna make up a song about delicious treats. Cakes and cupcakes and all sorts of sweets. Cakes, cakes, cakes. We're You're going me to hungry. talk about cakes. I love cake. I love frosting. Do you know that?
1: I love frosting.
0: I know, you love frosting. Um, and we're going to say hello to Sarah Maroney right now, the maker of cakes and frosting and all sorts of stuff. Hi, Sarah.
2: Hello.
0: Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: I am not kidding when I (laughs) say I've eaten more of these cakes that you've made over this um, last year and a half than I've eaten almost any time in my life. I love these cakes, and we're going to talk about them. Um, But first, I want to talk to you. um, You have a funny story about how you got the name for your company, Cakes by Pip. Can you talk yes. to us a little bit about this? Why why Cakes by Pip?
2: Yeah, so I started out um, on the other side of the world, in the the culinary side, the savory side, cooking on a line in a kitchen. And when I started, I was one of, I think, two women in the kitchen at the time. And uh, if anyone, I don't know if either of you have worked in food service before. mm But food service has a reputation in the kitchen where it's ends up being mostly it's a male dominated field, not so much anymore, but it was at the time when I started. And so being one of two women, there was always jokes and always picking on us. And silly little me decided to wear my hair in braids one day to work. (laughs) And then ever since then, the second I walked in the door, my sous chef at the time was second in command yelled out right in the middle of the kitchen, it's Pippi Longstocking. So right from there, and I worked with them for years after, I got the nickname Pip, and they never said my name Sarah again in that kitchen. Oh, wow. It was Pip from there on out, no matter what I did. So I pretty much said, okay, I'm going to take a funny nickname after that and turn it into something later. So that's where we get to Cakes by Pip.
0: That is so interesting. I don't think I've ever met a sous chef what and
2: a susha? yeah.
0: And here, Sarah worked with one in a professional kitchen, yes. Now, yes. was this in a restaurant like that? So yeah, tell us about this.
2: This was at a golf, a very private golf course on Cape Cod, mm-hmm. so it was like their clubhouse restaurant style. I started out there when I was an intern and then just stayed there. Once you start working on the Cape seasonally, you end up staying there for years usually. So yes, and it was a lot of fun. I had to have been only 18 or 19 when I first stepped foot in the kitchen. So it was it was very interesting to work with a group of men who were all older than you, all rough around the edges. Like if you've seen the Anthony Bourdain, all those stories, they're all true. It's true about working in the kitchen, but it's fun.
0: Yeah, I've read his book book kitchen confidential and that was a real eye-opener for me about what it's like to work in a professional kitchen
2: it is it's it has gotten tamer throughout the years but it's def, it's definitely a certain environment that you're in
0: mm-hmm. now were you familiar with pippi longstocking when they when they called yes. you that because pippi longstocking is like an older character like those movies are from like the 50s and 60s i think yeah i remember watching them when i was a kid and i'm old now stomping jen i'm like 50 Yeah, i
2: think it was still on when i was a kid
0: okay so you knew who the character was
2: i watched it when i was a kid so okay yes yep so that name just stuck through
0: i liked pippi longstocking
2: oh my god
0: did you ever watch it
1: I only watched it with the kids.
0: Okay. She was like a combination between, like, Little Orphan Annie and, like, a pirate.
1: Yeah, I read the books.
0: You did? Yeah. I didn't read the books. I only saw the movies. Okay. Huh.
1: Are there more than one movies?
0: Yeah, there are a bunch. Yeah, she was like a superhero. (gasps) Yeah, she was like a a kid-like superhero. That's that's what I remember about her. Hmm. Um, Now... Sarah, how did you, how did you end up working in this kitchen? Did you go to culinary school? Was this a, uh, a, career objective of yours at the time to be a chef, to work in a kitchen?
2: Yeah, At the time it was, I was just out of culinary school. So I started there for an internship from the school. Um, and I remember I originally wanted to go to culinary school for baking. But back then I thought, oh, baking's for girls. I wanna do, I wanna do the other side. I wanna do be with the chefs on the culinary side. So I switched, went, went away from baking, ran away from it, and then went for savory cooking. For I ended up getting my associates in culinary, and then I got my bachelor's in nutrition. And then I even kept on going. I just loved it so much <laughs> that I got my master's in. Culinary education, so I went the whole time uh, oh. to kind of see everything that it had.
0: That's so interesting. What what drew you to wanna study and prepare food? Like what? I
2: just I grew up around it. All my biggest memories were people preparing food in the kitchen, whether it was my mom preparing food, my grandmother cooking. So really, just. I was obsessed with Julia Child and Jacques Papin growing up. And it was just on my life. Those were the best memories of just cooking. I have a vivid memory of, I don't even know how old I was. I had to have been maybe seven, maybe eight of cooking like an apple crisp for the first time. I can remember smelling it. I can remember cooking it. I can remember just being so nervous about giving it to the family. So it's just always been in my house, in my life, everywhere. It's how we kind of expressed our emotions, I think, when yeah. I was a kid. So I've just been drawn to it since.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, um, was culinary school and studying food, like the the science side of it and the, the business side of it, was that what you expected going into it?
2: Um, Not, I, I, I don't even know if I knew what to expect when yeah. I went into it. it. It has a lot more business than a lot of people think. I think a lot of people think we're just in there eating, playing with food all day, but you do, it is real school. It is, you are going through, you do all of your normal classes. um, And then the science piece of it is that you have to dive into, like you have to do microbiology, different levels of that. uh, So you have to understand what, what you're doing. We even took, I got to take a few food science classes with it too. So it's it's much more than just standing in a kitchen and learning how to use knives and cook properly. You're really you come out of it understanding how to run a business and really why why the food is doing what it's doing.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I um that's one of the things I remember from Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential was just a, how much business and economics there is in the restaurant industry and, and how that plays a role in everything that you do as somebody who works with and prepares food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's just that yeah. I remember kind of being stunned by that. I guess, I don't know. I'm easily surprised by things um, stomping Jen and Sarah. I'm, what I don't know about the world could fill a book.
1: Yeah. I think it could film multiple
0: books. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> So you started your current business, like you officially opened Cakes by Pip kind of in this um, unfortunate circumstance of COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm. And can you want to, you want to tell us a little bit about how that came to be?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the idea of Cakes by Pip started, I don't even know what year it is now. We're in 2021 now, right? Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think the first kind of spark of it started probably five years ago now. Yeah, five or six, um, where I was still, I was, at that point, I was a chef manager in a setting, in kind of a corporate setting. And then I had a friend who wanted a cake made for them for their son's birthday. So I was like, eh. I've done cakes before. I can do this. So I kind of started and then I loved it. So I loved doing it. And then my grandmother got married. So she had me do her wedding cake. And that really sparked it where I went, oh, I could do this as a side business. So that's where kind of the light bulb for Cakes by Pip started. And then it was just a side hobby forever. And fast forward to last year, um, I had since transitioned out of the kitchen. I had started... Um, going into kind of more HR world and kind of getting out of being in the chef world. And here comes COVID-19 knocking. And I ended up losing, I ended up getting laid off from my full-time job, my daytime kind of corporate job. And I said, okay, well, I've always tooled around with the idea that Cakes by Pip could be more than just a side hobby. So maybe this is just a, sign saying that now's the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm never really going to get a kick in the pants like that again to say, well, you don't have the corporate job to use as an excuse anymore. So it's time to jump into it and see what can happen.
0: You amaze me. You amaze me. People like you. Yeah. (laughs) People like you and stomping Jen amaze me. You're both two women. I know who um, experienced a layoff yeah. from a corporate job, and you said, "All right, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to do something different." Whereas I know I would crawl under my desk,
1: no, you wouldn't. curl
0: up into a, a fetal position and cry and say the world is over. No, you wouldn't.
2: Oh, I right, would plenty of that.
0: So, so you you <laughs> feel did like feel so was y- some of that. There was some of that. Okay, I mean, oh, I
2: there I, still is some of that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: but still.
1: It's There's amazing a certain to amount me. of risk, like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. There is.
2: And I mean it's and I don't I don't know if I would have made the leap if I hadn't met people like Stomping Jen and our other good friend April and other amazing people that have taken that leap and been able to see, okay, well, you can take this really just shitty situation and figure out what is the little piece of good that could come out of it.
0: Yeah. I gotta give you one of these. <laughs> for um, cooking up something positive out of that situation.
1: Oh, look at you with the jokes. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So. Um, <laughs> no, you didn't like my I, cooking joke? I did. I <laughs>
1: called it out.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to go back to this apple crisp for a minute that you baked as a child. Um, was this. And in, you're in that feeling you had when you were presenting it to people and you were, you know, kind of living in teetering on that moment before they reacted and you were expecting, um, hopefully a good reaction from the people who were eating it.
1: nervous, anticipation,
0: nervous, anticip.
1: Is that what you're describing? Patient
0: <laughs> stomping Jen. Um, I, I mean that were you, were you, Doing that to um, get a reaction from your family? Like, I'm, I'm curious, like, put me in your mindset as a child. You're like, I want to bake this apple crisp and give it to them. And now I'm, I'm worried they may not like it or they're going to like it or like.
2: like- We're getting deep here. Mm-hmm. This get- is safe for my Wednesday sessions. Come on. <laughs> 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 uh, I can't. I don't know if I can dig that deep. I think I honestly was making it. I think it was kind of like I was allowed to make the dessert that day. And it was a big deal that I was allowed to make it from start to finish all on my own. Um, because I couldn't, I have countless, my mom used to sell desserts and breads and things at farmer's markets. She had a cafe when we were way little, I was working a cash register way younger than a, child should probably be working in a food service restaurant but that's what you do. So I really think that that's I think it sticks out so much because it was the first time I was allowed to do that and have that freedom. Yeah, that's, and then realizing that oh my god somebody's going to eat something that I just made from scratch by myself, what's going to happen next.
0: Yeah, it strikes me as such a loving trusting thing for a parent to do for a child. Like I know like when I see my when I see Space Unicorn and Ted, you know, when they were younger, you know, near the, the bag of flour or a knife or, you know, anything, I just get agitated. and I'm like, get out of the kitchen. Like don't touch anything. You can't cook anything.
1: And yeah. now we're like, here, go cook dinner. I don't want <laughs> yeah. to deal with it.
0: Yeah, now we do that. Um yeah, I just I think that's a um a great thing that your your mother trusted you to 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 do those things and to make a dessert for oh, a family dinner.
1: What Sarah just said struck me actually. So your 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 mom had a cafe? Mhm. So yep. is that where your
2: love for all of this came from? Probably. Most <laughs> likely. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. That tends to happen in the food world. If you meet somebody that just keeps getting sucked back into it, usually they have some form of family cooking history behind them. Mm-hmm.
0: And you said you still get that feeling of anticipation when you oh, present a cake.
2: I get so nervous when people pick up their cakes that they're going to like them, that it's going to taste good. I wish every person I gave a cake to would email me to say, okay, we loved it but I have to trust that, okay, they didn't tell me they hated it, so it must have been delicious.
0: I post on Instagram I immediately.
2: I, <laughs> I look I at these it.
0: these cakes we get, and I'm posting all over the place about them. It's a I'm guilty
2: s- pleasure reading the comments on those. <laughs> yes.
0: so I'm amazed by that. Um, I, I want to go back to something you mentioned a little bit um, earlier. Um, you got to bake a cake for your grandmother's wedding? <laughs> yes. Like that, yes. that's something not a lot of people get to do.
2: <laughs> no, uh, she was remarried in, again, i really have no concept of time anymore in life. Um, she was remarried probably five years ago. And yeah, so she knew that I, I liked making cakes. She knew that I had made one for a friend. And so she said, "All right, try it out, and I made it. I look at the picture now, and it was so ugly it was It was really adorable, I should say, I guess, <laughs> but it was it was a good cake, it tasted good um and you start somewhere
0: yeah, and you said though that cake um might be the cake that got you hooked. Yes. I'm thinking that you could be a um a professional baker cake maker. Um, what was it about that making that cake?
2: It was my first time making like little gum paste flowers, doing a little, uh, a secondary theme, just getting to play around with different flavors of a cake. Um, and I think because I was able to experience everyone eating it, cause I went to the wedding and saw everyone enjoying it. That's that kind of brought back that same feeling of just getting to see people Add to their event, add happiness to what they're already celebrating. Because it's such a little tiny thing, but if you have a really bad dessert or if you have a really bad component of food at your event, it can change it. It can change little thoughts that you have about it.
0: Yeah. And you get to kind of sit off to the side, right? And while well, people are enjoying that cake and think to yourself, ha ha, I made that, <laughs> bitches. That's my cake.
2: It really is. Eating. There's a slight narcissism in cake making.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I make, I can't make a cake to save my life that has layers, right? I can make like a sheet cake. Um, but I like to make cookies. And yeah. then when I bring cookies to others and I watch them eating them. Oh,
0: I observe you when people are eating, <laughs> eating your cookies. You're so delighted.
1: Your cookies are so I can good. just see it. I do enjoy. Oh, you So I know what it. you're talking about. Yeah. Like a, you know, you like make something and people are enjoying them and eating all yeah. of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do. It feels good. Yeah, it does. Um, so a- after, um, after you made, um, I'm going to call it the Graham Wedding Cake. Are you from New England? Yes. Did you call your grandmother Graham?
2: Uh, We do, actually. I I did,
0: too. I called my grandmother Graham. Um, So after you made the Graham Wedding Cake, um, you've you've said you spent a long time making these fondant-covered cakes. I'm Mm. assuming the Graham cake was covered in fondant.
2: It had a lot on it.
0: I got to ask a question. What the hell is fondant? Because I'm still trying to figure it out. I know I've eaten it. I know I've touched it. I've seen it. I still don't know what it is.
2: It's a marshmallow sugar mixture.
0: Marshmallow? Yes,
2: it's marshmallow. That fondant is marshmallow. It's marshmallow and a ton of sugar. Huh.
1: Yep. Marshmallow. I need... I mean,
2: fond- I mean, it's essentially just sugar. It's just sugar at different temperatures and different kind of structures. So, so i been you- trying to make my own. I haven't perfected it yet. And I think once I can perfect making my own, I'll use it again. I just cannot stand the flavor of it in the store-bought or, or bulk-prepared fondant.
0: Hmm. Now, in a lot of these cooking shows I've seen on um, the Food Network... Mm -hmm. Stomping Jen, Mm -hmm. they use a lot of this fondant Mm -hmm. in baking. Why do people use it so often?
2: It's very forgiving. It's easy to make your cake look, it's easy to create characters, which I still use it for characters. I use it for small decorative type items. Um, It's an easy way to make your cake look very smooth. So a lot of times people use it to drape it over the entire cake surface. So it's all one color and smooth looking. Uh, It just... I just haven't. I used to use it a ton because most most people do when they start playing around with cakes. And a lot of times, I'm not bashing anyone that uses it. I will still use it when appropriate. Uh, I just there's just something that just tastes so much better about a really good frosted cake.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I
2: mention I like frosting? You love frosting, (laughs) yeah.
0: Um, In in researching you, um, Sarah Maroni, <laughs> it
1: sounds you, so ominous.
0: You know, i i I was getting the feeling in reading your bio and some of your materials that you felt like this fondant might have been limiting you a bit as an artist.
2: It, it does. I think I was just playing it safe with it because it was the first thing that I could see that everybody was using. So. I was automatically just throwing it on cakes and then going from there. So it does take a little bit more to get frosting smooth and to be able to to really create with your buttercream. So I, I absolutely enjoy that more um, now that I've kind of figured out a style over the past couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. How would you describe your style?
2: I don't. I should ask you that question. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, I can answer it. I could take a stab uh, at answering it. And I don't even
2: it. know what to put. What a what a, a word to put on it.
0: I'm a fan of these cakes. Number one, um, and they, they are pieces of artwork. I've told you this, and uh, you've you've made several cakes for um, our
1: family for
0: our family over the years, and they're true. They are true pieces of art, and you know, we say to you. You know, I want, um, I'll give an example. Um, And I want to encourage people to go to Sarah's Facebook page, um, her website, and her Instagram page, where all of these cakes are on display. And you you can see them. And pause right now um, and go check them out, right? Cakes Mm -hmm. by Pip. Google that, it will come up. And then come back and listen to the rest of this. Um, And you'll see these cakes. And the one cake that I, I think I want, people to look at if you go to Sarah's website cakesbypip.com under the um birthday section um I'm trying to see what tab this is on um you'll see this cake that I asked Sarah to make it's a tool cake <laughs> yeah, for the band tool and I, I I said to Sarah I, Stomping Jen's favorite band is Tool she would like to eat Tool <laughs> In the form of cake. <laughs> You've got to help me. Sarah was yeah. like, I can do that. First, I thought thought Sarah was going to say, get lost. <laughs> I don't make tool cakes. But she didn't say that. So she said, sure, mm-hmm. send me a couple of images. So I sent uh, some pictures of um, tool imagery from the band, mm-hmm. right? Which are these really bizarre, um, abstract images. Right. And we got back this cake that just stopped me in my tracks it it, it is a work of art I'm looking at it now um I'm He's looking at it it's now. like slate gray frosting right which I've never seen on a cake before right it's it's and then there's a gigantic eyeball on this cake <laughs> with two irises right and I mean and then you flip this cake around it has the tool logo on it and This is a tool cake.
1: It is a tool cake.
0: (laughs) It's amazing.
1: But, you know, besides the tool cake...
0: But what I want to... Just let me finish Stomping Jack. What I want to say is I gave Sarah some ideas. Yeah. Right? And she went and created this edible work of art. Yeah. This...
1: it. I... I didn't even want to eat it. I know they're hard to like. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cut honest. into
0: it. Um, now describe some of these other cake stomping Jen, please.
1: Because well, so for Ted, mm-hmm. we he was into uh, Simpsons and Stranger Things, and I said, well, you know, he's not really into traditional, but he likes these things. And what Sarah did was m- made it so creative, like. I wouldn't have thought to do what she did with the cake, which was basically stranger things, Simpsonized the stranger things characters
0: right. Mm-hmm. she um she made she created a mashup of right. the the of the themes and elements. I mean, again, another another work of art. Right. And so these cakes, um, they have these a lot of them have these themes, right. right? I'm guessing people come to you. Mm -hmm. And say, my kid or my partner likes this, right? And then you create a theme for the cake based on that. Uh, Yeah. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So I guess that's my style. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We really got away from that one, didn't we? No, I'd let you see you could describe it better than I could. I would have been like, ah, you know, I put a little stuff here. I like putting interesting things on the cakes. Uh, the tool cake I made was that my favorite part about getting cake orders from you both specifically is they've led to really just fun, different cakes every single time. Because yeah. you do throw like two totally wacky things at me and then I go, all right, this can be fun. Right. A challenge. Do you,
0: do you have a moment where you're like, oh, f- these people again. <laughs> There's
2: been a couple times. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there
2: have been a couple times where I'm like, God, what the hell am I going to do with this? Yeah, and then it just sometimes I've made the design literally the morning of making the cake because I've been like, I I really don't know what the heck to do, uh, and it's just been having to like. Just wait until I'm ready, the pressure's on, and I have to make it. And then I quickly draw something and I'm able to create it from there. But that is really the, my absolute favorite requests are when people just say, My person likes this. It, they like A, B, and C. They like, I'll ask a couple leading questions after that if I need to. Um, ask if they have any reference pictures, and then they just let me go with it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like. Add in, I usually go like put crazy little frosting things all over it mixed in. So it has like a pretty cake element to it mm-hmm. mixed in with the the theme of it.
1: The the cake that recently I think you made, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. was not a birthday cake. Sure. It was like a four a photo shoot slash present that you did that had like brownies and cookies and oh, all sorts oh, of oh, goodies yes. on top of the
2: <laughs> really good picture of that that I need to, I believe you'll have April Eve images on at some point. Yeah. Um, I have a really great picture of that that yeah. I need to post after yeah. um, I have catch up time.
1: Yeah. But it's just the idea that like, you know, it's like beyond the custom, right? Like, because you can take multiple ideas if somebody's not quite sure what they're looking for <laughs> and they can, you like have this uncanny ability to just go Ask these, you know, a couple of questions, and then just like come up with this amazingly creative concept that is surprising for not only the person, the recipient, but for the person ordering it. That's what I love about it.
0: Yeah, and the the like little characters and like creatures that you design <laughs> are so, uh, so well artistically rendered. I have to ask if you have a background like in art, like illustration or sculpting or something.
2: Not traditionally. I survived high school because of the art room. Um, I've always loved art. My great, my not my great, my grandmother did art growing up and I used to go, she would take me to her painting classes. My mother had an artistic eye. Um, I've just always painted, always loved drawing and never really got into sculpting until playing with cake. I plan on when I can, I do plan on taking some classes I had when we were living in Rhode Island. I started taking some classes at RISD Mm -hmm. to do night classes, to really start to hone in on learning how to draw and paint better because it translates to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to learn how to paint on cakes better to really start bringing in other new elements Uh, and sculpting is on the list is I want to find a clay clay maker out here and learn how to sculpt and do Mm -hmm. that. And then graphic design will be on the list. So it's just evolving. I've always loved art and now it's translating that art into food and then kind of continuing to grow and learn from that. One of those like lifelong learner people.
0: Yeah. I've said this. I mean, I mean, you're, you're an artist. This is art. It really is Mm -hmm. like, um, and you know and and
1: it tastes good
0: and you do other things not just these these <laughs> incredible incredibly artistically rendered theme cakes um i heard of somebody probably the best thing i've ever heard of a husband doing they they asked you to recreate their wedding cake oh, for their anniversary <laughs> oh my god what
1: <laughs> I can't imagine who that person was. Uh, who
0: what was who who was it stomping Jen? Oh right. It was oh, my neighbor. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs>
0: It was me. Right. And I, I did this secretly. Now people can communicate with you secretly for these surprise <laughs> projects, right?
2: Yes, I have had quite a few secret communications to surprise with, to surprise their spouse, significant other with a special cake.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you can really, um, your imagination is kind of, um, the limit when it, I mean, obviously are there limits to what you can do with a cake? Like, are there ideas that you might, you can think of that if somebody asked you to do, you'd be like, ah, I probably don't want to do that.
2: I, I haven't hit that limit yet. I keep getting asked to do new things. And I, if it's something I've never done before, I'll let the person know to say, I'll do this. I've never done this type of design, but let's do it. Uh, Because again, that's, I'm not going to know if I could do it unless I tried. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I haven't hit that wall yet. Um, I have had one cake collapse on me, Mm -hmm. like completely collapse. Uh, it wasn't, thankfully it wasn't an ordered cake. I was making, this was early on. I was making a cake for our, my husband's cousin always did a annual 4th of July party. They do like this big, uh, 4th of July Olympic thing. And so I wanted to bring a big solo cake cup that was like layered on top of like totally blown out 4th of July, like ridiculous cake. Um, and unfortunately, we had to travel from Rhode Island to Belchertown at the time. And actually, that was the same weekend where I did lose one ordered cake that I had to fix quick. Uh, it was really hot out and we had to drive the entire way here. And by the time we got to Belchertown from Rhode Island, the cake literally was just crumbling on my lap in the oh. car. and just oh started God. falling apart piece by piece. So it does happen. Mm. thankfully it uh thankfully it hasn't happened since
0: Hmm. and do you when you make a cake are there things you can do from a design perspective to because some of your cakes are quite tall i'm looking at these they're multiple layers
2: (laughs) so if it's a if it's a double layer cake or two-tier i should say if it's a two-tier cake you put supports in it so there's a whole like dowel support system you put in. Um, there's boards that you put between the cake layers. So it really does have, you have to have like a small ounce of understanding structure mm-hmm. and what will hold it up. And when you fail, it fails hard.
0: Yeah. What was the cake you got me? Uh, oh, uh, the the soft
2: alien ser- Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um- mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, Sarah, Sarah and her Cakes by Pip um, made a soft serve podcast cake for my birthday. And I don't know how this cake- It was so tall. Well, but it also <laughs> had like gooey banana layers in it. It's true. And somehow it didn't collapse. Yep. It was delicious. That,
2: that was a, i had never done that before cake, but yeah. I wanted to try something.
0: But, um, what was in there Stomp It was Jen? Banana
2: Chocolate
1: cake
0: Peanut butter
1: With banana Cream filling And uh, Peanut butter frosting Yeah and I'll have all good.
0: Yeah and I'll have all of really you It really good
1: I'll
0: have all of you know Listening to this It wasn't like an artificial Banana flavor This was no, like No there were
1: bananas real, Falling out of it Like, like melted out
0: Real bananas <laughs> It was so good I'm getting hungry Talking about these This happens to me Every time we do a food podcast I get so hungry Um
2: I should have sent cake to you before the soup could be oh, We could have been cake. eating the cake.
0: Oh, oh my god. god! No. Um. <laughs> I was just thinking back to the strangest cake I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. And it wasn't a it wasn't a cakes by pip cake. Um. Somebody I know got a vasectomy, and they were celebrating their vasectomy, and it was a it the cake was like a penis. Uh-huh. That like had what? that had a big knife sticking out of it. Like oh my god.
1: A penis. A
0: what? A penis. A what? A, a penis. <laughs> what?
1: Just the way you keep saying. And it had
0: a scalpel sticking out of it. Like <laughs>
1: who made that cake?
0: I can't say who. I don't I don't know who made it and I'm yeah. not gonna say who it was for, but uh. I saw a picture of this cake once and I was just I was I was just thinking to myself, Wow, what a what an incredibly creative idea to celebrate this event in this person's life.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, because it was it was a for them it was a cause of you know celebration. St- of, of, uh, uh, yeah. Something to yeah. not that's
1: all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. It was funny. Where
1: are you going with this? I just was mentioning
0: the strangest what cake kind of I've cake ever was seen. It? I don't know what kind of cake it was. I what, just saw a picture of it. What was it
1: in the shape of <clears throat> <laughs> You know <laughs> Sorry Sarah, let's go back to cakes by Pip. <laughs> I think he's trying to ask you what the strangest cake but you already talked about that.
0: Yeah. But I was just mentioning the strangest What's cake. What's the strangest ever cake seen?
2: that you've ever seen, Sarah? Oh, I don't even that that's the strange cake. I don't know if I can top that. I like looking at Cake Fails. That's that's cake another. Fails. I don't know if you've watched. Oh, my gosh. What is the name of the show? It's a guilty pleasure. Nailed it. Nailed it. Thank yeah. you. Oh,
0: we love Nailed It.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. There's Absolutely n- love it. Didn't we do something and we. Didn't.
0: Did we do a Nailed It? I don't know. I don't know. But I love watching that show because it's so. It's so. It's so
1: ridiculously absurd.
0: And it's not mean spirited. <laughs> no,
1: it's not. No, Everybody it's laughs. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, but none of your cake, none of your cakes look no, like your nailed cakes it cakes. No, your cakes don't look like nailed no, it cakes.
2: There's not. I haven't taken a picture of any of the nailed it cakes. Those don't get pictures. Uh, I think I've had some nailed it moments in my life.
0: You?
1: Oh, I had the sponge cake that fell apart on me because I put in the bun. It was like a. It was like oh, you a,
0: put. I, you disassembled <laughs> the bun pin. I
1: put. The, I poured the batter in. it was wrong, but it was too late, so I had to cook it anyway. <laughs> It was all over the plane.
0: Yeah, and who rescued you out of that situation?
1: Oh, Sawtooth Frank.
0: Right, what I yeah. said is, oh, quick, let's take a cookie pan and slide it under there so it doesn't leak Did all over the I bottom. Did I mention I really
1: like making cookies? You do like making cookies. Cookies are so much easier. <laughs>
0: now, now stomping Jen, let's let's get back to our guest here, um, Sarah Maroney from Cakes by Pip. I, I want to talk yes. about... How when you go onto her website, right? So you want to you want a cake. You want her to make you a cake. It could be a themed cake. It could be a um, a replica of your wedding cake, (laughs) right? (laughs) If you are if you are that if you're that thoughtful and you do something like that, then it could have
1: any kind of occasion cake.
0: So you go there and she has a page on her website called um, Offerings. And there's a list, all of these flavors.
1: Yeah. And that's the hard part.
0: I'm looking at this list. I want everything here. Yeah,
1: I want all the flavors.
0: I want to just read some of these flavors. These are like the base baseline flavors. There's Signature Vanilla. Now, do you do something special with this vanilla, that it's your Signature Vanilla?
2: I call it Signature because it's just, it's a delicious vanilla cake. It's super soft. It's very vanilla-y. Again, I don't know what I, I – it's hard to explain. It's a recipe that I started and just kept tweaking and tweaking and tweaking until it, it's just – That's the recipe. In my opinion, the perfect mm. vanilla cake every time. Yeah.
0: It's good. I've had it. Um, there's light and fluffy chocolate. There's ooey-gooey mm-hmm. chocolate.
1: That's my
2: favorite ooey-gooey chocolate. popular. Very mm-hmm. mar- one.
0: Marble cake. You don't see a lot of marble cakes anymore. Space
1: Unicorn always wants marble. Oh, her, her cake she wants marble. She does.
0: Okay. Almond. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Spiced. That's interesting.
1: What a spiced cake.
0: Um, Coffee. That sounds good. Hazelnut. Pound cake. got to be honest, I'm not a fan of pound cake. I don't like the um, texture of pound cake.
1: Mm. You know why they call it a pound cake? What? Because it has a pound of butter. Didn't we talk about this before? I think so.
0: Here's the good news. I don't have to have that if I don't want it.
1: (laughs) That's right. You can order the ooey ooey chocolate. Yeah.
0: Banana. All right. And then we get into these premium uh, cakes. And now... I just have a general question, like why are the fla- are the flavors listed here under premium because they require like more labor to do and they're just more and they're more just more more costly ingredients. Like, is it hard? Are they technically harder cakes to pull off?
2: Some of them are. There's a couple, yeah. like there's a hazelnut chiffon style that's harder to make, and then there's some that. Um, <gasps> It's just more ingredients, more ingredients, or more expensive ingredients.
1: Shut the front door. I what? want 90 cereal.
2: One? Oh, the 90 cereal. What? I haven't had anyone order it yet, I, so the next cake you get needs to uh, 90 cereal. Who is the next? Occasion? I didn't even
0: see this on here. I want
2: to have to make a batch. I know. I
1: want like a 90 cereal cake for no reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Now let me read some of these premium <laughs> flavors. Um, I'm I'm liking what I see here. I am a fan of carrot cake. I love carrot cake. Uh, coconut, which is my favorite flavor.
1: Favorite flavor?
0: It's uh, my all time favorite flavor. Even more
1: favorite than the cake that we, we had Sarah make <laughs>
0: Um Each cake to me is like a child, it is its <laughs> own thing, and you don't <laughs> love one more than the other. Oh, I see, I
1: see. Okay. You know,
0: yeah, you, know, you love them all differently. Mm-hmm. Lemon basil stomping, Jen. You make a lemon basil I cookie. I know.
1: I think that is. Yep. I, maybe I'm wrong, but we had uh, her make one for Ted that was lemon basil.
2: Stomping Jen is the originator of the lemon oh. basil.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a cake I actually know how to make because it's only one. <laughs> it's not
2: multiple tears.
0: Now, champagne. Mm-hmm. I don't think of champagne as having a flavor.
2: Sure it does. It does? Yeah. It's like a sweet, almost like tangy-ish flavor. Yeah. Hmm. Champagne flavor. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 90 cereal. We I talked about that one. 90 mm-hmm. cereal. Now, what would go in a 90 cereal? I don't know. You could
2: get it two different ways. You could either do it fruity pebble style, oh maybe yeah, like a fruitier, or you could do like Captain Crunch style. Oh, I want a Captain
1: Crunch shit. cake. Mm. We're gonna order one just for shits and giggles. <laughs> I need a cake.
0: I'd probably go with <laughs> the Captain Crunch cake. That's
1: what I just said. Yeah. Did I not just say that? I said that.
0: Red velvet. <laughs> My grandmother yeah, your used to make a red velvet cake.
1: That was in her recipe book. Hmm. I've never tried to make red velvet.
0: Cake. I might have to do something with that. I'm going to bookmark that one. Um, Earl Grey. That, that would surprise delicious. me. Yeah, do Earl use-
2: Grey, I did it for a wedding, uh, like little little mini cakes for a wedding, and they wanted it, so I tried <laughs> it and loved it and kept mm. it. Mm-hmm.
0: I've, I see myself sitting there
1: with a cup of tea drinking that. Oh my God. <laughs> I think we need some cupcakes, 90 cereal I mean,
2: cupcakes. It could be breakfast, so. Yeah.
1: I, it's I, tea.
2: You have tea at breakfast, right? So it's breakfast.
1: Cake. No,
0: I drink tea at night.
2: No, we just, oh.
1: yeah, we're drinking tea.
0: I have a whole like fantasy in my mind about what? this Earl Grey cake. Mm-hmm. I It's a fall, it's oh a God. fall afternoon, the yellowish sun is beginning to set oh
1: my god
0: there's a frost in the air i go out on the porch i
1: can see him like frolicking (laughs) in the forest with a earl grey cake no i'm
0: sitting on the porch i'm wearing a wool sweater oh
1: my god this is a photo shoot
0: i have a slice of the earl grey cake
1: i'm gonna remember this it's on the podcast forever
0: (laughs) (laughs) a cup of earl grey tea yeah and i'm gonna enjoy the cake by mm. sipping my tea on the porch, smelling the leaves, yeah. smelling the- What
1: is happening right now? I'm
0: telling you how I'm fantasizing about this cake.
1: Oh my God. I'm still stuck on the
2: 90s cereal cake. <laughs> well, now I know I need to make you a 90s cereals cake. Right.
0: Um. All right. Another premium flavor, pistachio. I like pistachio. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good.
1: That Does one's it,
0: good. Yep. Yeah, um. And then angel food cake. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. Is that what's in Devil Dogs? <laughs> why are you laughing?
2: <laughs> what? It's usually, you, well, you know, like when you get strawberry shortcake, but it's with cake, it's not like a with white a cake. biscuit. It's oh. like white. It's like white. Yeah, skin. it's really light and fluffy, sticky on the outside.
0: Okay, I do know now. Yes, Is that devil's that. food cake in
2: devil's the Devil's food yes. cake is chocolate. Yes.
1: Oh. That's the chocolate you're Is
0: that why it's about. called a devil dog? I'm going to freaking kill you. <laughs> I'm not even joking my God. Remember I started off by telling you I don't know a lot of stuff?
1: Remember when we used to eat devil toys right, and so- Twinkies?
0: I mean, I want every one of these darn things. Um, and then there's the frostings. There's this long list of frostings. I know.
1: It just goes on and on and on. What kind have, of- we,
0: have we calculated the statistical combinations no. of possible cakes?
1: No. I, I'd
2: be scared. There's a lot. What do you put with the 90s cereal? I need a statistician what, on this. What 90s, frosting would I mean, go with cereal, that? You would do, there's a cereal milk frosting that you do with it. What? Jesus yes. Christ. What? I Are need that. Are you kidding me? Right now. And then we would put some crunch in it. So we actually <gasps> put some of the cereal in it so you get a little crunch when you eat it.
1: Oh my God. I want what the that. hell? Post taste. Oh,
0: yeah. oh my God. That sounds a, so good. So, anyways, I want I'm going to gonna,
1: have a cake party.
0: Let me read off some of these frostings. Okay. Okay. Real quick. I'm going to go down the line. Uh, We have, I mean, we have, uh, these are American buttercream frostings. Mm -hmm. So.
1: They're all American. Let me
0: just ask a question again. Mm -hmm. um, Is there another type of frosting? A sugar frosting, right?
1: No. And we don't like that. I like all the frosting. Yeah. So you've
2: had both. You've (laughs) had both the sugar. It's the Italian or the Swiss. You've had the Italian buttercream. The tool cake was Italian buttercream. It's silkier
0: Mm.
2: and then American frosting is it's made with powdered sugar and butter instead of granulated sugar. So American buttercream is if you like that really sweet frosting, that's like, it's your classic frosting. That's the American buttercream where the Italian buttercream is a little more nuanced. It's really, it's not quite as sweet. It almost tastes like mousse like, Mm -hmm. and it's really soft. (laughs) What? Most wedding cakes have Italian or Swiss buttercream. Okay.
0: Which one do you like?
2: I have. A, I have another alternative
1: question. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Be- I didn't get to read these since since yet, since, since, since we've connected with uh, Sarah and Cakes by Pip, we no longer do this. But before we knew about Sarah and her amazing cakes, yeah, I used to go to Stop and Shop, and they would ask mm-hmm. you, "Do you want the whipped whipped fi- the whipped frosting or the sugary frost? And like. I never knew which one, but there's like a whipped, you don't do that though. It must be like a whipped cream like type frosting.
2: Yeah. It's just, a, it's more of a whipped cream based frosting. It doesn't hold up as much. So it won't, I've done it on one cake before. Cause it was a special request. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold up as well for the kind of the structures mm-hmm. that I do. Yeah, But what that's good for, if somebody just wanted a very, like a naked cake, mm-hmm. like a light cake like that, um, I could do like a whipped frosting, but that's more of a heavy cream based. It doesn't it. last as long.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What do I like? I like sugary frosting.
1: Okay. So <laughs> you like the the this, you would like, like the American. I like any frosting. Yeah. I have to be honest with you. I'm pretty.
0: All right. Some of these flavors of frostings. And again, you can combine these to make endless amounts of creations, stomping Jen. We have we have vanilla. We have chocolate. Peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Um, coffee and espresso. Mm-hmm. Lemon, hazelnut.
1: I like hazelnut.
0: Pecan. <laughs> That's a nice nut. I like the pecan. Oh my God. My grandmother used to make a pecan pie. Um, raspberry, orange, huh? Orange frosting. Mm-hmm. Is that
2: challenging to make? Challenging to make? Oh. No, it's different flavorings. Use I don't, the zest.
0: I don't think I've ever had orange frosting.
1: What would you put that on? Like, yeah, a chocolate I'm just thinking cake?
2: what kind of cake would we you combine could, that it with? It depends on your flavor. Or like a yellow frost. cake. You could do like a yellow cake yeah. with orange frosting. Yeah, you could do spice cake would be really good with yellow. that. Chocolate cake, vanilla cake.
0: Looking at this mm-hmm. list of cakes and thinking, what would I put it with?
2: <laughs>
0: I might um combine orange frosting with a um mm. a lemon cake.
1: Oh, citrus.
0: Yeah. It's like a Citrus
1: seed bomb.
0: Then I would drink that with a lemon tea. <laughs> oh
1: my God. That's too much.
0: Why? That's
1: All right. A lot of citrus. All
0: right um, orange frosting, strawberry frosting. I like that. That I would want to eat um, sitting in an English garden.
1: Oh my God. Um I have, have like a whole series Sawtooth <laughs> Frank calendar. and your cake. <laughs> um, that's how you you can I
0: literally. <laughs> Yeah, I literally have a, th- a, oh my God. a fantasy for wait, every one of these wait. cakes. Wait, oh Seriously, my
1: God. Collaboration. I could see us creating a soft serve podcast calendar with you and the cakes and April could shoot it. <laughs> yes. It would be amazing. Yes.
0: I would eat. I I literally have a fantasy for every one of these cakes.
1: I think we should do this. This is a great oh, collaboration. Richard. This would be <laughs> so much fun.
0: Um. Toasted marshmallow. That's a good flavor. Mm.
1: That one you put on your s'mores. Yeah. right? I've had that. That's really good. With the graham cracker base. Mm. Uh,
0: Coconut, cream cheese. Then we get into the premium.
1: That's the Italian.
0: Right. That's the Italian and a lot of the same flavors here. Same
2: flavors. It's it's premium because Italian takes a lot more effort to make.
0: And then we have fillings,
2: right? That's the stuff that goes
1: Jesus in between Christ. the cake layers.
0: Cookies and cream. I want that. Um, Stomping yeah. jam and Blueberry jam. How do you get blueberry jam? Where does that come from? Do you just buy store? it? The store. Okay.
2: <laughs> I've made it before. Well, see that um, could be a, a cool. lot of times it comes to. I get the premium though. A lot of times it comes from the store. I get the premium. I have made it, and if I do. If I have nice fresh, I'll do like local fresh blueberries in the mm-hmm. summer, spring, yeah, yeah. and then make a really nice jam with it. Yeah. See, that could be a collaboration with Oak and Ash.
1: Mm-hmm. Have her do some jams.
0: I love um, maple Sarah. Yeah, and I just want to mention, um, since we name dropped them, um, April Eve Images. We're um, <laughs> we're going to be interviewing her about her business yeah. uh, on the podcast, and also Oak and Ash Farm. Who well, there are two episodes Two already. Of- with Lindsay and Matt, yep. go check those out. Those are very popular episodes. People like them. Lemon
1: curd. They're I a lot want of fun. Lemon curd.
0: Lemon curd. Yeah. So apple good. butter. Ooh. I oh, have another oh, fall. Oh, f-
1: he has another scenario. I can see oh, it forming boy. in his eyes. Yep. So like oh, <laughs> oh, apple butter. I
0: have another.
1: <laughs> With a bucket of apples we on ring. the side. <laughs> I
0: have another fall fantasy springing up around that. Oh my god. Ooh, this one I think is interesting. Cranberry jelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That would be a... Um, that's like
1: a Thanksgiving one. Yeah. yeah. that's, yeah, your that's like a spice cake. That's yeah. your November.
0: <laughs> now, <Yep>. uh, <laughs> pair that with the turkey frosting. And, um, <laughs> no, we don't have that. No, okay. Now, listen, we also have crunch layers.
1: Mm-hmm. I love a crunch. I yes.
0: can't even believe this. There's so many amazing things here. There's graham cracker cr- uh, crust. What is crust? The like?
1: graham cracker crust. Oh. It's one. <laughs> it is. Complete thought,
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, well, I thought like pie crust could be an interesting layer.
2: It could be. It absolutely yeah. could be. I could do like a Thanksgiving style cake.
0: Yeah. Hazelnut toffee, um, candied pecans. Oh, there he goes again. Chocolate chip cookie, chocolate wafer crumble, toasted walnuts, honeycomb candy. Yep, that's mm-hmm. what he wants. Oh, my God. Chocolate toffee, <laughs> peanut butter cups, toasted coconut. I mean, I know I'm joking. And then there are things you can put on top of these cakes. Oh,
1: my God. He's reading the entire menu.
0: <laughs> no, this is important. I need people to understand what can be gotten here. Endless cakes, Stomping jam. Endless. Infinity cakes.
1: Endless. And I'm sure if if somebody wanted something, you would figure yep. out a way to make it.
2: That's just what I could get out of my brain on paper. And oh my God. people are always asking for new flavors. Yeah. I want
0: to mention that because I think there was a cake um, for our son, Ted, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we asked you to use yeah, like we talked about that. half the amount of sugar. Yeah, We mm-hmm. did talk
1: about that. Already. Well, we talked about the lemon basil cake.
0: Yeah, no, but our, our son, Ted, um, he, he's not a big fan of, sugary frosting frosting and sweets and um, Sarah made a cake that had less sugar in it it was delicious Mm -hmm. and I actually I I personally liked that cake that was a good cake Mm -hmm. so the point is when you're ordering these cakes this is a custom experience that's right right and this is
1: it's not like walking into stop and shop and they say do you (laughs) want the whipped topping or the sugary topping not at all
0: no, so... But
2: <laughs> it's also not the price of walking into Stop and yes. Shop for the, the whip topping yeah. yes. the other frosting. Mean, yeah, these are works of art, people. They're
0: event cakes. Yes. Right? They should yeah. be part of the present. Right. Right?
1: In some cases, they are the present. Well, you, Right.
0: No, I mean, you're joking, but you're <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. Like, because the, there's a lot of, um, especially if you're doing secret communication with Sarah <laughs> around ordering a cake. Yeah. There's a lot of work that goes into thinking about designing the cake, yeah. what I flavors, mean, the themes,
1: yeah, the construct, the hat is it well, going to No,
0: my point my point is my point is
1: your time has value is what I'm trying to but
0: say. But I know we're going to get to that and yes, it does, but my point is that you as the cake orderer, right? right? This is not like walking into Stop and Shop and pulling a cake off the shelf. This is you have an opportunity here to really um, present something that will blow the recipient's socks off, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. yes, it may be a little more expensive, but this is this is going to be the centerpiece of your event. These are event mm-hmm. cakes. Yes. That's all I'm trying to say, Stomping Jen. You. And <laughs> Thank Sarah, the amount of... And Sarah puts in a lot of thought and work into these things. Um, you know, so... Don't even, th- this is one of these things, you know, you don't think about the price going into this. Oh
1: no. Well, I mean, you, you do, if you need to <laughs> yes. say, I have a budget, this is my yes. budget. What can you do for my budget? Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And that's something people, that's something people should communicate, right? Yes.
2: They do. And I ask, I ask yep. that question. I'm, I'm finalizing. Pricing cakes is interesting. It's a you'll never, I'll never, if I said what my technical hourly wage while I'm making a cake is, it's not anything really. It's, it's, you have to learn and be fast while making your cake, but still making it special. And then really where, where it kind of comes into being valuable is when you end up with a few, a few different orders in a row. So then you kind of utilize your time strategically for all of them. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it takes it takes a lot of work, a lot of work goes into these and a lot of hours, um, especially for the higher the design. So uh, that that is a conversation that if I working with someone who hasn't really ordered custom cakes before that I've had people get surprised with how much they can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is because it's not just bulk. Making it's I'm I'm standing there making every little piece of it, drawing every piece, literally painting in some cases with food coloring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it does it does take a lot of time and effort to go into them. Yeah. But they're worth like yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. But I make sure that they're worth it. I make yeah. sure that they taste good and everyone's happy with it.
0: That's great. Now, and you're thinking as as the as the year goes on here, you're thinking about maybe adding some other things to the, Mm -hmm. the PIP, um, culinary, um, Empire basket. Basket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's a basket. That's where you put things in. Okay. Um, what kinds of stuff, what kinds of stuff are you thinking about doing?
2: So one of the first things that I'm working on launching, uh, is a sample box. So, I've had some really big success. I did a cookie box back at the holiday time and it ended up being very successful and worth the time. It was like a make your own cookie box. So I'll probably do more of those, but it sparked the thought of as you're listing off all these flavors, you always get the question of which flavor should I have? And I love them all. So it's hard to give people an answer to that. So it sparked the idea of doing kind of a tasting box where I'm, I'm deciding I'm finalizing if I'm going to launch it quarterly or monthly, where someone can sign up to receive a seasonal sample box of different flavors. So you'd get, I would make like a big layer, big sheet cake, and then cut it up into little squares. And you would get to taste different flavors on the menu. Jesus Christ,
0: this Um, is like a cake CSA. uh Uh-huh.
2: And then I would add in like crunches. So I would put in some toffee in there or the macarons or some cookies and brownies. So you could really get a sample of all of it. And that's, that's going to be the biggest launching that I'll be doing this, this summer.
0: I want to say something. that we'll
2: launch that for people to be able to order. I want to
1: eat. All I want to say
0: something about this sample <laughs> box. Are you ready?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: All of the samples, all right. All right, I'm not
0: Yeah, this is amazing. A cake, a baked good CSA stomping gen. Sign I, us up now mm-hmm. immediately. Yes, I want these. Um, that's a great idea. Mm. I love that.
1: I want to eat them. You will. I want oh, the corner wait. pieces always.
2: I'll just drop off. Yes, I'll <laughs> drop off all of the corner pieces forever. And I got to say. <laughs> You're we, always ordering my cakes.
0: We did these um, decorate your own cookies kits mm-hmm. um, back uh, a few months back yeah. in the winter. Yeah. And it was a great thing to do.
1: It was so much fun as a family.
0: Everybody was moping around our house. They are like, <laughs> we have nothing to do. Yeah. And we said bullshit. We're going to decorate cookies. We had a great time. We did
1: have a great time.
0: And oh, we got God. we pulled out this this kit, and we had a Hanukkah themed one,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Because we celebrate Hanukkah mm-hmm. here, and we mm-hmm. had dreidels and mm-hmm. um, uh, stars of David.
1: Yeah. Um, and s- Ted somehow managed to <laughs> reconfigure his uh, cookie cutouts to different shapes. That's right. It was very creative on his part. Yeah, there was a Pac-Man. Yeah, there was a Pac-Man. I think yeah. that was the Valentine's Day kit. That was the Valentine's <laughs> kit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a we had a grand old time. It kept us occupied for a few hours. It was a fun yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And then we ate them.
1: Yeah. Then we ate them. <laughs> right. So
0: I, I, yeah, I'd love to see more of these these decorate your own um, kits. Mm-hmm. Um, see now, um, were you also thinking about? Um, potentially doing some sort of classes for people or tell us about that
2: also on the list um so we we also welcomed a newborn in the house this past year so we so i'm adjusting to watching little things at a time as we go on with this business venture Um, but classes are on the list when it's safe to do so again i will be figuring out how to do them in person whether it's I go to most likely it will be I go to the person's house with the equipment and mm. kind of the decorating happens there is like almost like a little uh, what of those Tupperware party mm-hmm, style mm-hmm. events like doing it like that where you have your friends over we bring what we need and then we decorate it together for right now I'm going to be working on launching it via zoom and you pick up the class kit mm-hmm. so you would pick up if it's a Cake, small cake decorating class, you would pick up the frosting already bagged and ready for you. Um, It would be, you'd be paying for the piping tips. So you would actually get the piping tips that we'd be using. And then you would get like a little, little cake that you would then have all the ingredients to frost and decorate. Or if it's just decorating, I would already pre-frost the cake, and then it would just be practicing like making flowers and different items. Or if we're doing a fondant sculpture, so that's another piece that I'll be launching probably more towards the end of the year this year. Mm-hmm. Of really trying to get those virtual classes up and running because that's also that's my background. Really, is teaching. I used to do culinary classes all the time. Um, I did a lot of coloring classes at an olive oil store, and I taught—I've taught adults, kids, everything. So that will be on the list. Absolutely. Super
0: fun. We got to get you some kind of YouTube channel too.
2: Mm.
0: Get some.
1: We got to get her some YouTube. Well, I just
0: mean the universe. the universe. I don't know. I want to go on YouTube and watch Sarah make these cakes somehow. Uh-huh.
2: So we and- did, we have a GoPro. I have a little GoPro setup. I have a little light. I have the setup for it. It's, it's getting there and doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple little practice, silly videos here and there, and I'll be, I'm continuing to kind of behind the scenes, do little things to learn how to edit it, learn how to get them up and running, but it will happen within the next year. Absolutely. And my son my 4 year soon-to-be four-year-old loves starring in these. Mm-hmm. He loves joining in on the fun.
1: I love it. I have to say, the, the best videos for me to watch are the ones with the kids in them, too. Because, like, it just shows, like, you're, like, a real person with, like, you know, kids. You're doing your mom business, you know, like, mm-hmm. with, while doing your regular business. I think it's great. It makes it accessible, right? It, like, shows people it does. It does. that you could be... Having a four-year-old and a newborn, and, and still make it—it
2: it brings a fun chaos to it too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, also, I think I read you, you're potentially thinking about maybe doing also doing some um, consulting, like startup consulting, maybe for people yeah. who are who want to do what you're doing.
2: Yeah. So that again, um, that's going to be a little bit later down the road. I'll sure. be bringing in because I have a business background too. And kind of starting up a small business and kind of a lot of people have a really big idea, but don't necessarily know how to write the business plan or start the initial costing. And that's really important. If you want to run a successful small business, you need to know how to work your books. You need to know how to at least, yes, you'll hire people to continue that work and to help you get that there. But you need to know the basics of what should your basic food costs be or how do you even get that initial business plan up and running to get investors or Mm -hmm. to kind of bring people in. So that is something that I also want to do is bring in that consulting piece and help other people that are thinking about doing small business really kind of their not not to stay with them the longevity part of it, but right at that beginning start. Mm -hmm right at the the piece to kind of pull that idea and make it a reality.
0: Yeah. And you, you can apply the lessons you've learned Mm -hmm. out of doing this to help other people.
2: Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit my business plan is not done. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, I'll, I'm working on it, but the business plan won't be completed. Right now I'm cooking out of my licensed kitchen at home. Uh, and the business plan will come when it's time to think about expanding from there and when it's time to look at actual brick and mortar.
0: And I think that's important for people to hear, right? Like a lot of times, and look, I'm not a business person, right? So yeah. stomp. I could see Stomping Jen mm-hmm. drilling holes in me because she has an MBA for about what I'm about to say. <laughs> but um, you can get going on your idea. You can get started on... Your own business without a completed business plan. I mean, you still got to do one, and you and it's an important thing to have. Um,
1: well, you don't quote unquote have to do a business plan. It's a smart thing to do. Huh? I mean, like because what you do with the business plan, like, is is you're following it. It's a plan for you to get yourself organized.
0: I feel like it's something you just write and stick in a drawer. <laughs>
1: Should no? It shouldn't be. No, it's a <laughs> no. living, breathing document. <laughs> no. mm. When people say you need a business plan, like so, if you're like going for a loan, yeah. let's say a bank, if you're a startup, might want to look at your business plan, right. and make sure <laughs> that you're a viable person to give money to, okay. and that they're not just throwing their money away, and that you're going to be able to repay them. Okay. But if like you don't need a loan, right? So say you don't need a loan. Mm-hmm. Like for somebody like Sarah operating out of her home, she doesn't quote unquote need a loan. She has all she needs, right? Yeah. So that's why she can get started without a business plan,
0: right? And there are there are there are laws in place, I yeah. believe, called cottage laws that allow you to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and it's exciting because there's a they're starting to look at trying to expand those cottage laws because they are limiting.
0: Yeah. And the goal, the goal is to, at some point, um, get you into, uh, you know, uh, 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 hopefully a local kind of brick and mortar mm-hmm. kitchen space, you know, maybe, a, maybe even a spot where you could serve some of these delicious mm-hmm. goods.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the absolute goal. Very yeah. small. I can picture it in my head. I've already had it all planned out. Um, but that would be the end goal. Absolutely.
0: As part of your um, picturing um, and fantasy of this um, bakery slash eatery involved Sawtooth sitting in the <laughs> sitting in the front with his baked goods.
2: It'll, it'll oh. be a nice comfy armchair right in the front. That's right.
0: Yeah. Gazing out the window as he eats <laughs> his Earl Grey and lemon frosting cake. <laughs> oh my God. I think I would have a peppermint tea with that combination, oh my Stomping Jesus! Oh. No. No? Oh, I can't
2: agree with that one.
1: Hmm. Oh, sorry. I've been so, I'm feeling so sorry. judged here. I'm, I'm going to go, sorry. I'm going to go completely left field again. Go ahead, please. So I've been lusting after going out to Worcester to this donut shop because they have Vietnamese coffee donuts. Yeah. Will you be planning on making a Vietnamese coffee flavored
2: cakes? <gasps> <sorry>? Donuts. <laughs> I have made, I have made a total of one order of donuts through this house. Um, it, they're tough. Donuts are tough to do in this setting. Mm-hmm. Donuts may not happen till I can get an actual deep fryer.
1: Yeah. But not yeah. donut. No, no. But Vietnamese coffee flavored cake. Oh, a Vietnamese coffee flavored cake. Yes. I can look into it. And or a chai. I can, mm. I and, can figure it out. And or a chai. Chai frosting. Chai mm. I've done. Mm. Yes. I've done a chai
2: cake before. That mm. is delicious.
0: Let me write this down. Because <laughs> I uh, might need this idea for an upcoming. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, you know, I, I got to say, as I was researching you, Sarah Maroney, from Cakes by Pip, I saw something on your website. And it said this. It said, you can celebrate anything with a cake. A birthday, an anniversary, even Wednesday, a <laughs> day of the week. And this struck me that um, this sounds like a philosophy, it's a philosophical statement of a kind. And I just wanted to ask you to elaborate on that a little bit.
2: Uh, I think that's me telling people you don't have to wait for special occasions to buy cake from me in my way. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't, I mean, yes, cakes and sweet treats help celebrate big occasions, but I, in my house, we have, we have dessert probably way more than we should. Uh, But I mean, you can still celebrate little things. You can just get get a treat just to have a treat, and I think that'll be easier once I get like that sample box going and other offerings.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but it's big to because Everyone goes, oh, I'll wait till the next birthday. Oh, I'll wait for this to try them. Why? Why do you have to wait? Right. Just get one.
1: Right, like get n-
2: one to have it,
1: like
0: a '90s cereal cake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just something that should be experienced and celebrated because it's possible.
1: Because it's time for cake. It's just cake. It's because, time, it, time for cake. Because somebody
0: thought of that, it must be eaten, that's right? Because um, it's, okay. it's
1: Wednesday it's and I need cake.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. I mean, to to my mind, I was reading that and I was thinking to myself, "Wow. That. I mean, that really is a a beautiful testament to the idea that um, anything can be celebrated." And it got me reflecting that we, you know, we don't celebrate enough. We wait too often for that next big landmark thing to just slow down and appreciate, right? And what better way to appreciate, right, than by, like, eating life, right? Like, a piece of cake, a baked good is all those things. It's fat. It's salt. It's sugar. It's cream. It is like life itself. It's sustenance. All of it bundled up into a delicious, good looking little bundle.
1: Oh my God, he's fantasizing right. about cake again. I, I was
0: literally looking at your head. It's turning into a <laughs> cupcake stumping Jen. No, so I just I was just struck by that. And I think it's an important sentiment. And mm-hmm. I think it's a a a beautiful sentiment in a sense. So thank I, you for thank you for putting it on your website.
2: Good. I do me- have one customer that does, she's a repeat and she does treat cake like that. And okay. I love it. She goes and she visits with the same friends every month or two. And every time they get a cake and they sit down, they eat their cake Mm. and they enjoy it. And they get a different one every, every single time.
1: I want a cake, cake of the month, (laughs) a monthly cake. What about Mm. a malted chocolate
2: frosting? Mm. I can definitely do that.
0: Yeah. So many possibilities.
2: I'm working on the summer flavor combinations right now. Mm. So,
0: I would love to eat a summer cake in a field. Oh my God. With a, um, some kind of wicker chair oh
1: my god and a bamboo table we're gonna have to tell april oh, to listen to this episode back oh, so she can write to. down all of these ideas some,
2: oh, oh we need some photography now <gasps> oh I'm my just, god uh, a glass
1: of we should get all the men the men you who think? eat
2: cake calendar
1: absolutely amazing that would be so much fun i can like see it in my head i'm, I'm pretty, pretty
2: not- sure i could afford a brick and mortar after we if we publish something like that would not that be fun all the funds, right know? i think that would be, oh, that would
1: be Great. I think we should start working on it. Right? I'm serious yeah, I,
0: about these fantasies. I'm, by the way,
1: I am serious about I this really collaboration. Think we to make
2: this happen.
0: <laughs> All right, um, Sarah Maroni from Cakes by Pip. Um, anything else you want to tell us? Anything else you want to talk to us about before we get to our final two questions?
2: I, I think we covered most of it. I am so. Most of the cakes that I do are these cute little, I shouldn't say little, I consider them little six inch tall, like cakes. You can't see my hands, but I'm talking with my hands. Uh, And I'm one thing that I do for whoever's listening and wants to give cakes by Pip a chance for this is I do want to break into the bigger kind of wedding cake market as well to start doing. And I know this past year I did a lot of micro wedding cakes uh, because Times were different and that was called for. I'm doing one in May um, coming up. I have another one soon. Um, And I'm sure I'll have a few more throughout the summer and fall. But I do want to start breaking into kind of that more grandiose, really elaborate big cake too. Because that's a market Mm -hmm. that takes time to get into. Because it's a lot of trust to put into your cake maker. So for whoever's listening, you can trust me and I can do that. Sweet.
0: Wedding cakes, people. Yes, Sweet. Yeah. wedding
2: cakes. Sweet.
1: We're, nice. we're like outside wedding. Everyone, yeah, we know I, is married. Yeah. Same, same.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Our last two questions, and then we're going to let you go. Um, uh, go take care of that new little baker of yours mm-hmm. that you've got over there in the um, the Pip Kingdom, <laughs> the Pip Castle.
1: All right. All right. Get to it.
0: All right. Um, when you're not baking, um, uh, when you're not taking care of the little ones, what do you like to do for fun? How do you relax? How do you, how do you practice uh, self-care?
2: What is relaxing? What is that? <laughs> I run running is my big, my, my only relaxation thing. I'd say, um, yeah, I run as much as I can. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to run even more coming up soon. Nice. Um, that's the biggest kind of relaxation piece I have, other than that, I mean, we get outside all the time as much as we can. We barely have the TV on in our house, which is lovely. Um, so we're outside most of the time. I do other work that's it's not really relaxing, but I enjoy it a lot. I work with the um, Belchertown Community Alliance with that on the side doing work in our community. I kind of dip my fingers into our town government way more than I should.
0: <laughs> yep. and, I'll, and, and I'll remind people you came on here and talked to us about that. So people yep. can go back and listen Make to listen. that episode, about everything that's uh, happening there. And I
2: said it right this time. So I win. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Yeah, so that's really kind of what I do outside. I'm hoping to get back into art more once life settles down from having the newborn and reintroduce that part of life again. Cause I find that very relaxing. Um, yeah, just being a family.
0: Nice. Awesome. I'm going to give that a, all right. Our final question before we say goodbye.
2: Final question.
0: All right. And you probably know this question's coming. <laughs> if you've listened to the <laughs> podcast before, um, yeah. What have okay. you experienced that you cannot explain?
2: My favorite question. <laughs> uh, see, so I, I answered one last time, and I saved a good one for this time. Oh, good. Um, so this one is a ghost one. I'm a ghosts. total. I this why I loved making your alien cake and everything. I love ghosts, aliens, all of that. Um, so this one, I was living in Cape Cod. Mind you, I grew up in—I believe I grew up in a haunted house. So I, my sister and I had unexplained things all the time when we were kids. It was ridiculous. Um, but I'll do one because when you're a kid, your brain, your memory's not as reliable. So this one—I was in college, living on Cape Cod, in older house, and I remember we had some weird things happen in the house every once in a while. And then I remember clearly coming home one day, walking in the front of the house and no one lived on the second floor at the time. I was in a little apartment on the first floor and clear as day, I remember walking past and I just happened to look up at the top floor, that big bay window on the top floor. And I saw the silhouette of a really big man, like a big shadow silhouette of a man. And it scared the living daylight out of me because I know no one else was in the house. No cars were there. No one lived upstairs. So I freaked out. I couldn't even go in the house. I called the person I was living with at the time being like, I can't go in until you get here. And then the silhouette was gone. Didn't see it again. About probably two weeks after that, I distinctly remember we were both sleeping and we got woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of like really heavy old, boot steps on we our apartment was right off of the front deck or porch front porch so really loud like heavy bootsteps going on the wooden porch it sounded like towards our door so of course the person that I was living with at the time got up looked out nothing and I, I kid you not nothing it was the creepiest house I think I've ever lived in did not live there much longer after oh that gosh. but yes that's my ghost story and, it was, and I would hear creaks whenever I was home alone in that house up on the second floor. Nobody lived there. And it was just the, the I can't explain it. I can never explain it. Thank but you. Yes. So there you go. I've been saving this. I've been waiting to tell. this.
0: More evidence of the paranormal stuff out there. We've collected yet another story to add. Yeah, excellent. Um, yes. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. All right. Sarah Maroney. From Cakes by Pip. Pip.
1: Hmm.
0: Did you hear that echo? I do. I can't explain this. can can either. This must be something with the Zoom. Okay, it worked itself out. Um, I want to say this to you, Sarah. Thank you for coming on and talking to us. I learned a tremendous amount about cakes.
1: (laughs) I think Sarah learned a lot about you talking about cakes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I learned a lot about what it's like to start a business based on a lifelong passion
1: mm-hmm.
0: right I'm inspired mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed hearing all about what you're doing there and I think other people will too uh, so thank you for coming on and talking to us thank I really you. appreciate it
2: thank you for having me
0: listeners Stomping Jenna has something that she wants to say Go I
1: ahead. do yes, oh, please. we love you
0: what okay. else do you want me
1: to say <laughs> No,
0: that was it. Good job. Oh, thank you. Um, and thank you, thank Thank you for for listening. listening. Yeah. um,
1: If you like what you hear,
0: yeah, thank you. Uh, Do what?
1: Share with a friend. Sorry, I'm
0: just staring at you, and I can't think for some reason. I don't know why. I'm like, go away. I don't know what it is.
1: Subscribe. Um,
0: Subscribe. Download. Download. Um, leave a review. I will report somebody left a, um, a one-star review recently. Oh, they did? Yeah, but they didn't, um... Say why? Say why. Now, I love negative reviews, so if you have one, please. You won't hurt my feelings if you tell us what you didn't like.
1: Yeah, what didn't you like?
0: Please. Um...
1: How can we improve if you don't tell us?
0: I'm not interested in improving. Um, but, um... Seriously, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, we do love you. Um, let's go around and do a bye now. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? I should go last. I have to go last because no. I've got to time the buttons. Oh so, my gosh. all right, um, bye
2: now.
0: Okay, Sarah, give us a bye, bye now. Oops, now. Oh, sorry, I talked over you. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> bye now.
0: Okay, uh, people. Um, bye
2: people, bye now. Bye now.